Siddur Snippet Series is generously sponsored by the Saka Famine, Machaka Chaim, Machasim, Machaim, Mesim, Rachamim, Rabim. We're up to the three phrases, Somech Noflan, Rofei Cholomatir, Asurim. What do these three phrases mean? We quoted the Mara Mirunberg, the last of the Balayatosos, explained these are all forms of Tchias Hamesim. They are four, three miniature forms of Tchias Hamesim that Akash Baruch catches and lifts those who have fallen, he heals those who are sick, and that. Uh, he releases those who are imprisoned, those who are shackled, are each forms of restoring life to those who've despaired, to those who've given up. It means not only physically, but metaphysically, spiritually, and emotionally as well. All three of those things. We saw the Shem Shmuel, the Sachat Shavar told us, in successive order, they get worse and worse. The Shene Afar are the lowest, the ones who most despondent. And yet, Kodesh Baruch fulfills his promise. The Ravon. One of the Balayatosas, another one of the Balayatosas, Rabbi Lezer Ben-Nassan, he explains that these three expressions refer all to one specific circumstance. It's an interesting kavana to have. All three refer to an uber, a fetus in the womb of his or her mother. How do these three expressions fulfill that? Hashem gives life for this tremendous compassion because if you ever think about it, it's really astonishing. Maybe the more science you know, it's less astonishing, but to the novice or to the amateur, it's astonishing. This baby, the moment after they're born, they need access to air. They need oxygen in their airways to live. And yet, while they're inside their mother, they have life. They're alive. We believe that they are alive and they have the value of life and the status of life, even though they have no access to air. It's astonishing. And how does that work? Says the Ravon, because the Kodesh is Machayi Mesim Berachamim Rabim. The Machayi Mesim is this Uber, this uh, fetus in the womb of his mother is not yet alive. He's mesim, but Kodesh Baruch is machaye mesim. He sustains even someone, something that's not alive. Why? How? Berachamim rabim. He's somech noflim and rofei cholim. Since the fetus is still developing, it's not yet fully developed. It needs to heal and it needs to become complete. That's somech noflim and that's rofei cholim. We know a baby born prematurely, the lungs are yet undeveloped. Some of the organs are not yet fully developed. So in the uber inside the mother has the status of Somech Novlim Cholim. And lastly, says the Ravan, Matir Asurim. This baby is imprisoned by his mother's womb, by her mother's womb. Not really a prisoner, but meaning is in a very confined space. Matir Asurim, the baby is born. Kodesh Baruch is Matir Asurim. He releases this baby into the world. So what do these expressions mean? Matir Asurim. And then the fourth, the ultimate, which is these different interpretations, are they meant to each be taken individually and literally? Are they all describing people who are emotionally or spiritually falling and a Kodesh Baruch who catches us and he lifts us and he doesn't allow us to get to a point of beyond return? Are they talking specifically about the case of the Uber? A big, uh, big machlok is different ways of understanding. The Chidah says, why is Machaye Mason before Rofei Cholem? Rofei Cholem, that he heals the sick chronologically, should come before Machaye Mason. Machaye Mason is somebody who is deceased who's no longer alive, he brings them back to life. When does that happen chronologically? After you heal the sick. So the Chidah wonders, why is Machai Mesim after, why is it rather before, Rofei Cholim? And he points us to the Gemara in Sanhedrin, Sa'ad Yalaf Amid Beis, that tells us that Tchiyas HaMesim resurrection takes place in the state the person was in when they were buried. This is one of the great questions, and it's a big machlokas between the Rambam and the Ramban. I sometimes wonder, Baruch Hashem, we have a local Beisdin, where... Uh, 
we have the privilege of helping those who desire to join our people to realize their dream and to become Jewish. So while the person's in the mikvah, literally, Shulchan Aruch tells us, even though we think we know the answer and we've had the conversation before, we have to ask a series of questions, again, about kima mitzvahs and some fundamental beliefs. One of the questions that we ask the conversion candidate while they're in the mikvah, while they're ready to go, is, do you believe in Tchiyas HaMesim? Do you believe in the resurrection of the dead? We had a person who delayed, who wasn't ready for years, didn't become Jewish because he said, until in earnest I can say, yes, I believe in it. I'm not just going to say it because it's one of the checks, one of the boxes I have to check off in order to become Jewish. Until I work it through and until I'm ready to say, I believe it, I'm not ready to go. It's an amazing story. But yes, the candidate. So I sometimes think to myself, we don't ask him, do you believe in the Rambam's version, the Ramban's version? Do you know the difference between the two? Which Chiyas HaMesim do you believe in? It's fundamentally different beliefs. Do we come back and we're born again anew? We go through the gestation that we went through for the nine months in our mother's womb where we have to develop and grow and evolve? Do we come back a finished product? Do we come back whole? Let's say Chas v'shalom, a person had a limb amputated. In Chiyas HaMesim, are they born or do they come back to life with that amputation? If a person was missing an organ, the person donated heroically, donated a kidney, or had to forfeit an organ. Do they come back if a person was compromised in some other way? If when a person left this world, they no longer had their hair. In Tchiyas HaMesim, do they come back with a flowing head of dark hair? These are important questions. What does the conversion candidate say in the mikvah? Do they know which version? So the Gemara in Sanhedrin tells us that in Tchiyas HaMesim, the person is brought back in the state they were when they left this world, which means if they were bold, if they were missing an organ or limb, if they were compromised. And then part of Hashem's incredible graciousness and benevolence and kindness with Tchiyas HaMesim is then He heals that person. So we are awakened, we come back to life in the compromised state, and then He heals us. Omdin bemuman umisrapim. We reawaken with our mum, with our deficiency, and then misrapim, and then he heals us. Says the Chida, now we understand why it's out of order. He is Mesim, and then he's Rofei Cholem, even though it seems to be out of order. Why? Because it's talking about, first he brings back to life, and the Rofei Cholem is not in this world, and during this lifetime, the Rofei Cholem is when a person is brought back into this world. Who are the Yeshene Afar? We'll start with this next time. I'll tell you a couple beautiful interpretations. Mekayim emunaso. It's a strange word. Rav Chalap, the Mei Marom, has a sefer on tefillah, a sitter at tefillah. The Mei Marom. Rav Chalap is a beautiful sefer. So he wonders here, what's the kavana of Mekayim emunaso? If it means haftachaso, Kodesh Baruch Hu's promise, then the proper grammar should be ne'emunaso, not emunaso. Kodesh Baruch Hu's ne'eman, he's trustworthy and believed that he'll bring the Yeshene Afar back to life. What is Umekayim Emunaso, not Mekayim Ne'emanuso? Why does it say Emunaso? We'll pick up with next time.